All right, the regular season is over. Lakers finish off the regular season 42 and 30. 110 to 98 over the Pelicans. All the attention now goes to Wednesday night at Staples Center. Lakers versus Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and the Golden State Warriors. Uh, can't wait for this one. Tip off at 7 o'clock. Lakers, we get two games in a row over the weekend where we see everybody. Got a chance to see LeBron. Got obviously a chance to see um, Anthony Davis, Dennis Schroeder. Caruso was back. Jared Dudley was getting some playing time as well. Um, so obviously this is big for the Lakers. For those who are wondering about LeBron James, uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel, I'm reading off a tweet here from Mike Trudell, said LeBron is good to go, no issues. So we should be good to go, Laker fans. I know uh, I'm already starting to get these tweets here um, in regards to how LeBron is feeling. So let, let me just kind of set this up. And as always, we're going to take as many calls as possible in this postgame show. Um, we appreciate you guys being a part of it. So 877-710-ESPN. This is the path that the Lakers have. All right? So this is what they got coming up. You got this playing tournament coming up against the Golden State Warriors, who've won six games in a row, eight of their last ten. You got Steph Curry, who you can make a case for, um, is playing the best basketball in the world right now. That's how great he's been. He had 46 points against Memphis earlier today. That was an afternoon game. Um, I could go down the list of, you know, some reasons people usually say, well, you know, you really got to be careful because it's just one game and anybody can go off. You can have a bad game. You could struggle from the three-point. All those are valid, valid points. Lakers are going to take care of the Warriors. Do you see this Lakers team right now? And the fact that they're finally healthy, you tell me how the Lakers are going to lose against a Golden State Warriors team. I I give Warriors credit. I really do. Warriors have played some pretty remarkable basketball. But it's not the Memphis Grizzlies. Lakers are sitting in the seventh seed because they've had injuries. They're not sitting in the seventh seed because that's how bad they are in the Western Conference. I know anything can happen in a one-game uh, you know, luckily for the Lakers and the Warriors, if you if you had a bad game, you still get another chance to make the playoffs. But I, I look at the Lakers route right now. I look at the path the Lakers have in the Western Conference. You gotta feel pretty damn good about this path. Let me let me explain what I'm referring to. You take care of the Golden State Warriors at Staples Center at seven o'clock on Wednesday. In the first round, you get the Phoenix Suns. Maybe I've gone around and and probably disrespected the Phoenix Suns too much over the course of the last 30 days, but I'll tell you what, between the Phoenix Suns, the Utah Jazz, and the Los Angeles Clippers, I will take my chances against a Phoenix Suns team that just has no answer for the size that the Lakers have. Yes, Devin Booker's fantastic. Yes, Chris Paul is one of the best point guards in the history of the NBA, but just look at that matchup for the Lakers Um, against the Phoenix Suns in a seven-game set. All right, let's just say you took care of the Phoenix Suns in round one of the playoffs. Do you know who you have in round two? You got the winner between Denver and Portland in round two. So you can get to the Western Conference. You could get to the Western Conference Finals as a seven seed and not have to play the Utah Jazz and the Los Angeles Clippers until the Western Conference Finals. Lake fans. Is it just me, or am I looking at this, and I'm feeling pretty damn good about kind of the way things are set up here? And look, you you got teams that were dodging the Lakers. I don't blame them, by the way. You know, if Denver would have beat Portland today, they'd have got the Lakers in the first round. Why would Denver want to play the Lakers in the first round? That makes 
zero sense to me why they would. And oh, by the way, they got blown out by Portland, so maybe that has something to do with it. Clippers lost their last two games of the year to assure them that loss yesterday they had against Houston, and then today they lost against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Those two losses basically assure they're not going to play the Lakers in the first round, and now in this case, they wouldn't actually play them until the Western Conference Finals. So is there a lot to kind of unravel here over the you know next couple of weeks? Yes, but if you just kind of take a quick step back, Think about where the Lakers were a couple weeks ago. Um, yes, you do have to be in the playing tournament and play a game on Wednesday, but you handle the Warriors on Wednesday. You get the Suns, and then if you take care of the Suns, you got Denver or the Portland Trailblazers, and then you would play either the Utah Jazz or the Los Angeles Clippers. It seems like a pretty favorable path if you ask me, and I'm not saying it's going to be a cakewalk. I'm not saying the Lakers don't have to play better basketball. I'm not saying that you know the team, of course, has to be healthy and everything else that comes with it. But I will take my chances with this, uh, with this path that's here. All right, let's take uh, some of your phone calls here. 877-710-ESPN. Number one, how do you feel about Wednesday night's game against Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors? Number two, uh, what are some of your concerns with this Lakers roster just kind of coming into the playoffs? If you have any specific concerns, you could share that with me. And then, uh, like I mentioned, what do you think of the Lakers' path just overall? So we'll take some of your phone calls. Quick shout-out here. Thanks to Core Seltzer, you can now stream the show on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook Live. So we appreciate everybody now that's on the stream. Core Seltzer, Rocky Mountain Refreshment, now in a hard seltzer. And check this out. Every 12-pack purchased refreshes our rivers with 500 gallons of water. Now that's refreshing. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, brewed in Fort Worth, Texas. Details at CoorsSeltzer.com. All right, let's grab uh, let's grab a couple quick phone calls here. Got a little excited here, Laker fans. I mean, listen, I know, I know Portland. I know that game, um, you know, obviously that specific game, that was not ideal uh, to see the – Portland Trailblazers beat Denver, but I was telling Michael in the pregame show, you know, why would Denver want to play the Lakers? I didn't understand why they'd want to play the Lakers. Let's take a quick phone call here. Solomon in Lake Balboa. Solomon, appreciate you calling in, bud. Go ahead. Hey, Alan, thanks for taking my call. Thank God LeBron is okay, because, man, you were going to have one angry Laker fan if he wasn't, because what he's doing playing in that fourth quarter where the game basically is useless, you know, to win or lose – I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to dwell on that. You know, so, so, like, so let me let me just say something real quick, and I, I want you to go back to your point. But part of the reason why I think he was in the game towards the end is because he's missed, you know, 22 of the last 26 games, and I think there was just this part of, hey, let me just get some rhythm in. I really think that was part of it. I, I think if this was just a regular game and LeBron didn't miss any games this year, I'm with you. He probably wouldn't have played, but – Part of me believes that LeBron wanted to be out there, just kind of catch his breath, get his legs under him. Remember, uh, he was out for 20, th- uh, then came back for two, then missed six games, and now, you know, obviously these last two games. So that's the only thing that I could think of, but continue with your point. No, it's, it's great. I understand. I just like don't like to tempt fate, <laughs> you know. Sure. But anyway, I, I really I, I think the way it's playing out, you were asking us how this uh, schedule was going to play out. I think it's playing out terrific. Um, coming up, to, uh, you know, Wednesday night, do not take it for granted. Mm-hmm. You better get your, you know, your wheels rolling and everything clicking. And then, yes, you should take care of business. And you got Phoenix. And then you got, you know, like you said, Denver. 
or uh, or or Portland was it? I'm sorry. Yeah, they have Denver or Portland if they take care of the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, so the gradient keeps getting harder, as you've noticed, you know. And hey, man, you know, Lakers take care of business, and I, look, like we've all said, it's a broken record. When they're healthy mm-hmm. and they're clicking, that's a tough team to beat. So it should. It should play out. Maybe they do see the Clippers finally for the Western Conference Finals, and won't that be grand? We'll see what happens, Solomon. Thank you for uh, thank you for being a part of the show. By the way, that's not a lock either because the Clippers would have to go get up against the Jazz in round two. That's a great matchup too. All right, uh, more of your phone calls. When we come back. Let's stack up these phone lines. Let's take as many Laker calls as possible in this post game show. One ten ninety eight. The final score: Lakers over the Pelicans. Lakers Warriors coming up this Wednesday night from Staples Center. Stay right here. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Pizza at Lakers post game show on seven ten ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Nikhil Alexander-Walker dribbling right. Runs into trouble. LeBron steals it. LeBron's got it coming the other way. Throws the ball to Anthony Davis on a no-look alley-oop. And AD lays it in. Beautiful assist by LeBron. 110-98, Lakers over the Pelicans. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance. And only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adriana's Insurance, more options, no contracts, just savings. So Lakers by 12 over the Pelicans. Warriors coming up on Wednesday. All right, let's take uh, some phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. I know we got a lot of tweets I'll, I'll get to as well. Uh, we appreciate everybody that's uh, on the stream as well. Let's start off with uh, Andrew in Whittier. Andrew, thank you for calling in, bud. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Yeah, yeah. so my biggest concern right now is, is injuries, to be honest with you, and especially after seeing LeBron go down again for what feels like you know the third or fourth time already. Um, these guys can't seem to stay healthy. I don't know if it's his age or what is it, but, um, you know, it's going to be very difficult if we can't stay healthy in the playoffs. I actually already bought tickets for the play-in game against the Warriors, so I'm going. I love the Lakers. I just hope we can stay healthy because if we don't, I don't think we're going anywhere. <laughs> By the way, and I'll say this, and I appreciate you calling in, Andrew, um, health is the name of the game. You know, they always say you don't have to be the best team. you got to be the healthiest and the hottest team at the right time. So that's kind of like the cliche in sports. Lakers were healthy last year. Um, you know, the year before that, the Golden State Warriors weren't healthy, and that was the difference of winning a championship or not. So health, yes, is going to play a big part, but not just for the Lakers, for every team in the NBA. You know, if something happens, if Brooklyn doesn't have all three of their players, probably not winning a chip. If anything happened to the Clippers or the Utah Jazz, any of their main players, you're not winning a championship. What I am encouraged about is... That's two games in a row I could sit here on the postgame show and I, I could actually name off every single player, right? I could give you some, what this is what Dennis Schroeder did, this is what LeBron did, this is what Anthony Davis, Caruso, kind of go down that list. So that part to me is encouraging. Mark in St. Louis. Mark, what's going on? You're on the uh, Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. Hey, what's going on, Sliwa? <clears throat> Good, man. Appreciate hey, uh, you calling in. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, yeah, I just wanted to comment on the uh, the pathway for the Lakers. Yep. Um, you know, I agree. I think Steph Curry is probably playing the, the best basketball or you know, the best basketball in the world. Although I think LeBron's, you know, still a better player. Um, you know, if they if LeBron is feeling some pain in that ankle from today, you know, if they're not healthy for that first game, you know, just because it's one game, that's what I'm worried about. And then the whole pathway changes if they lose that game. So with Curry playing at the at the level he is. And if LeBron doesn't have that spring, it could be could be a little uh, could be a little dangerous. By the way, that's that's an interesting point. Uh, interesting point, Mark. Thank you for calling in. All right, let let's say that, uh, and I'm waiting here, and I'm sure everybody is. So as soon as we get LeBron's going to eventually talk when he does, we'll get a chance to listen to him. Um, Coach did uh, did already say that LeBron is good to go, uh, that he'll be fine. So you know that's obviously encouraging, but. Listen, I don't imagine Lakers losing on Wednesday, but let's just say, hypothetically, they did lose on Wednesday. So what would that what would that mean? That changes everything. It really does because then you got a Friday playing game that I still think the Lakers would win, whether it's Memphis or San Antonio, whatever the case is. Um, but then all of a sudden it's Utah first round. It would be the Clippers in the second round, and then you'd be waiting. You know, obviously, if you get past those two teams. Whoever's left over, maybe it's the Suns, maybe it's the Nuggets, the Blazers, whatever the case is. Yeah, that game on Wednesday kind of. When I say I like the path that they're on, that path is critical. That path basically means um, it's advantageous to you if you win that game on Wednesday, or if you lose that game on Wednesday, it's now not as advantageous. So that's a good point to make. But I'm so kind of stuck on this game on Wednesday. And not thinking there's you know really many scenarios out there that the Lakers lose this game and have to be a complete utter collapse. Now let me tell you, Lakers have played the Warriors three times already this year. One of the games they did play was at Staples Center. Lakers had a 14 point lead in the fourth quarter. I think they were up 16 at halftime, and they choked away that game. And it was Steph Curry that hit a big three that helped obviously um, propel the Golden State Warriors. Uh, if if LeBron James is good. He's healthy and he's feeling fine. I don't see the Lakers losing a game, uh, obviously against the Golden State Warriors. But if he's not okay, or if there's something else there, and we'll get a chance, like I mentioned, the, the moment I hear something, I will let you guys know. Um, if he's not okay, that obviously changes everything. All right, a couple more phone calls here. Let's go to Joe in the Inland Empire. Joe, appreciate you calling in, bud. You're on the Pizza Lakers Post Game Show. Yeah. Hey, how you doing, Alan? I'm good, man. Uh, uh, I was. Uh... I was loving everything about this game until LeBron, he did the pirouette and uh, sprained his ankle. But uh, other than that, uh, the starters, Andre Drummond is starting to look real good. Andre Drummond, he's starting to come around. He's he's starting to catch the lobs now. He's starting to grab the rebounds at his at his normal rate. Uh, it's it's funny, Joe. It's starters, funny, Joe. He said on uh, with Trudell, Mike Trudell, he said that somebody asked him, what's it like playing with LeBron and AD? Because now he's obviously getting these opportunities. Like, it's easy. He doesn't have to do anything. All he's got to do is just kind of hang out around the basket, and he'll be 13 and 13 a night like he was tonight. But I, I'm with you. I, I he, he benefits so much from LeBron and Anthony Davis. Keep going with your point, bud. Yeah, he knows his role. And all the starters, we all – all the starters – they they scored in double digits for the second game in a row. I was happy about that, but um, we just have to figure out. We have to have a, a consistent six man 
because uh, Kuzma, he, he, you know, I think he likes being a role player, but he doesn't know when to go off and scoring. And uh, and we need somebody that's going to give us that extra punch. Like, I, I, I don't know what's up with Montrez. He was a good guy with playing production, but we need one more guy off the bench that could that could give us an extra push. And I think we'll be all good, but we just have to stay healthy. Appreciate you calling in, man. Thank you for calling in. All right, 877-710-ESPN if you want to be a part of the show. A uh, quick one I want to read here on YouTube. Fear no more. Warriors have a better chance winning the Powerball. Okay, let's 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 relax here with our confidence here. Um, Lakers-Warriors should be a fun one. It really should be a, a fun game here. Got a couple clips I want to play when we come back from Anthony Davis. Uh, stay right here. Pizza at Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high-quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Vista Paint. Lakers win that battle 62 to 54. They win the game 110 to 98, the final score. I got a couple things I want to play here real quick uh, before I do. Let me read off a couple here on YouTube. Um, Nuggets were playing great. Lakers beat them. Suns were playing great. Lakers beat them. Warriors are playing great. Lakers will beat them too. Uh, hopefully that trend uh, certainly continues. Um, David on YouTube, Lakers route. Uh, they'll run it up. So, listen, I, I get the confidence, and I'm with Laker fans here because I actually really do feel like this will be a, this will be a fun game. But I don't expect the Lakers – do I expect to be close by halftime? You know, I think the Lakers should have a seven, eight, nine point lead, something along those lines. That should be kind of the flow of the game. You don't want to have it close in the fourth quarter and the Golden State Warriors feel like, hey, we have a shot. And Steph Curry can go out and hit a couple threes and the momentum of the game uh, could change. But uh, I will say that, you know, I think overall for the Lakers, they're in a good position. Uh, Quintine on uh, Twitter, Lakers in one. Okay, I like that. Very creative right there. Okay, let me play this real quick. This is uh, Lakers head coach uh, Frank Vogel on LeBron's ankle. Yeah, he hopped up, took a few steps on it gingerly, but um, he said he's good to go. Got it. Uh, Frank, so – oh, sorry, did I cut you out there? Yeah, I just said no issues. All right, no issues, he's good to go. No issues, he's good to go. So that's what Coach says. Obviously, that's coming from LeBron. As soon as we get something from LeBron, we'll definitely get a chance to play it here. Um, by the way, I, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of messages. Already got a couple of calls. I get the Laker fans having some concern about LBJ. I, I get it. That's your season. And if he tweaks the same ankle that he sat out 20-plus games for, I would be concerned too. Uh, and for those that I, I think there's also those saying that, well, why why did coach have him in? I haven't heard Michael Thompson on the broadcast, obviously mentioning that. I get that part, too, but I'll hesitate here for a second. I will say I think there's a reason why he was in. It wasn't about the game. It wasn't about beating the Pelicans. 
It was about LeBron getting some PT, getting some playing time. He's been sitting out for so long. Remember, all he did was play yesterday. I think 28 minutes yesterday, around 28 minutes uh, tonight. And that's it. Uh, prior to that, he had missed six games. Prior to that, he played two games left in that second game against the Raptors with six minutes left to go. He missed 20 games before that. So I don't think LeBron James was in because the game plan was we got to beat the Pelicans. The game didn't matter. I think it was LeBron trying to get into a rhythm, his timing, all that other stuff before playoff time. I think I think it had more to do with that than anything else. All right, so Lakers got the Golden State Warriors coming up on Wednesday. Um let me play uh let me play this real quick from Anthony Davis. So AD on playing Steph and the Golden State Warriors and I and I do want to set this up real quick. So if you want to be a part of the Pizza Lakers post game show, 877-710-ESPN. What do you think of that one game? That one matchup against the Golden State Warriors, uh, you can hit us up, 877-710-ESPN. Here's uh, AD on playing Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. Um, yeah, I mean, he scoring title. I think averaging 32. Um, he he created problems for every team. Uh, his ability to shoot the basketball, get in the paint, make his team better, find guys. Um, it's a challenge for everyone. Uh, so that's going to be our you know, focus. He's the head of the snake. If we can limit him, um, three-point attempts, his free throw attempts, um, you know, then we have a, a high chance of winning. Um, and also, their role players, I mean, their guys are playing great. That team is rolling, playing great basketball. So, um, you know, we're not going to this game thing that's going to be easy. Um, it's definitely going to be tough. Um, but uh, we know what we're capable of. And if we do the things we're supposed to do, then we should walk out that building with a W, um, out of staples with a W. And uh, it's going to be fun. I say trying to contain, you know, a, a guy who's in the MVP race who just won a scoring title. It'll be fun for us, and it's going to be a test for our defense. That's going to be the expectation, period. Expectation is going to be Lakers walk into that game on Wednesday night, handle business, start moving on, and then you got the Phoenix Suns coming at some point this weekend. That's going to be the expectations for the Lakers, and that's uh, uh, kind of simply put in my mind. Um, I, I see what Steph's doing. I see what the Golden State Warriors are doing. They're playing good basketball. The competition they're going up against is not a, a healthy Lakers team. Uh, Michael in Glendale. Michael, thank you for calling in, bud. You're on the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, I just wanted to say that you can't rule LeBron out. Uh, if you just check his uh, track history in the in the playoffs, even if he's not at 100%, I'm not worried one bit. I mean, this um, this type of player, and you you only witness players like MJ in his position, of course, MJ sure. and Kobe Bryant, that will some way and somehow elevate everyone else's game when it comes to moments like this. I mean, they 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 live for these types of moments where it's, the game is on the line. Now, I'm not saying the Lakers are going to win the championship. I'm not saying any of that stuff. However, um, you can't rule out LeBron's ability to some way figure out what they're going to do on Wednesday. And against the Warriors, first round, they're going to have to make adjustments, crash the boards, get to the line, hit the free throws, make adjustments off timeouts, and keep that momentum going. So Wednesday is going to be a critical game. I don't rule them out. 
I'm not saying they're going to win the championship. But well, Michael, Michael, I'll, I'll, I'll go this go far, and I, pre- I appreciate you calling in. I just got to cut you off there because I, I got a comment here, and I'm going to get a couple more calls. So I, I'll just say this. Um, I, listen, if you watch the NBA these last couple of games, teams were trying to do everything they can to dodge the Lakers, and I don't blame them. I'm telling Michael in the pregame show, I'm like, Michael, why would Denver beat Portland? What benefit does do the Denver Nuggets have to beat Portland and get Lakers in the first round? Why the hell would they do that? Um, Clippers lost their last two games against the Houston Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder. They didn't play anybody. I looked today. I was looking at the box score. I think I heard John say Luke Kennard was one of their starting forwards. I mean, just everybody was trying to avoid the Lakers. So, Mike, to play off of your point, of course you can't count out the Lakers. Of course you can't count out LeBron James. It doesn't mean the Lakers are going to go win a championship. And, um, you know, obviously anything can happen in the playoffs, but they're positioned well. I, I really actually think they're just – if you'd have told me two weeks ago this is the position that the Lakers are in, is the playing tournament ideal? No, it's not. Okay, handle it. Take care of it. Take care of business on Wednesday. You lock up the seventh seed. Go fly over to Phoenix and go see what you could do against this Suns team who uh, just a week ago or so lost to the Lakers without you know many of their, uh, their big players. So um, I feel good about where the Lakers are. It doesn't guarantee anything, but of course the Lakers, nobody wants to face the Lakers. Of course... Nobody wants to face the Lakers at this point. All right, more of your phone calls coming up next. Plus, I got something here I want to play from uh, Lakers uh, head coach Frank Vogel on the upcoming matchup, plus on LeBron James and Anthony Davis being ready for the playoffs. So all that coming up next. Pizza Out Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Man, how about how about coming into today? How about coming into this weekend in the NBA? Uh, today I come into the station and I'm trying to play out all the scenarios for Michael Thompson in the pregame show. I'm like, I, I don't know how to explain all these. Uh, but there were so many positions obviously still left on the table. And what we know now is the Spurs and the Grizzlies will play 430 on Wednesday. That's the 9-10 matchup. Warriors and the Lakers on Wednesday, that's uh, the 7-8 matchup. Whoever wins that locks in the number 7 seed. Whoever loses that plays the winner of Spurs-Grizzlies. So um, this is definitely part of the... Kind of big picture with the NBA. For those who were not crazy about the playing tournament, let me just tell you something. Uh, you better enjoy it and appreciate it because it's not going anywhere. Um, this playing tournament, I know I know it's it's the Lakers, so there's probably more hype behind it. But even in the Eastern Conference, you had guys like Russell Westbrook fighting for it. Boston's going to be in it. So you still got a lot of teams that were a part of the mix in it, and, uh, and I definitely think it's here to stay. Daryl Smith on YouTube. The Lakers have done the best they can up to this point. They won five straight and are a better team as they match up against the Warriors. They'll beat the Warriors on Wednesday night. Um, You know, listen, that's going to be the expectation. The only storyline coming out of Wednesday night's game is if the Lakers don't win, right? Because if they win, everybody's going to say, well, they're supposed to. It's the Lakers. They're healthy. Uh, So that's obviously going to be the expectation coming into this game. Josh in L.A. Josh, thank you for calling in, bud. You are on the Pizza Lakers postgame show. Yeah, the most disappointed person tonight is John Ireland because he had to postpone his trip to Maui uh, due to the playing game. But with that said, Josh, can you imagine imagine two months ago – if you would have thought that the Lakers would be in the plane, nobody would have thought it. You know, so it's it is kind of crazy that uh, that they're in this playing tournament. But that that's all right. I, I think they'll actually be in a weird way. I think they'll be better off because if they do win that game, I, I think the number seven seed is better. And I think they have to win this game on Wednesday because 
to face the Suns. The Suns are without Cam Johnson. And in my opinion, Cam Johnson was the depth that they had all year, which gave them that security blanket. So to face an undermanned Phoenix team would be ideal rather than face a Donovan Mitchell healthy, uh, you know, God, you know. Of course. Uh, by, by, the, by the way, Josh, and I appreciate you calling in, not only do you get Utah in the first round, but you also, after that, you would get technically the Clippers in the second round. Clippers are playing Dallas. Clippers are going to handle Dallas. That's not going to be, you know, much of a series there. There are some interesting matchups. I like the Denver-Portland matchup. You know, for the Blazers to finish up in the sixth seed, and get a chance to go up against the Denver Nuggets. That part's obviously that's interesting. And for Denver to be a number three seed without Jamal Murray, they got to feel good that they could at least make it to the second round. Um, Utah, obviously, we'll see who they end up playing. Phoenix most likely play the Lakers. Clippers, Mavs. I'm not that excited about. I don't see really much of a series there. I think Clippers got a very that's a good series for the Clippers. Um, don't like that series for the Mavs. But second round, you could have Utah and. The uh, and the Los Angeles Clippers going at it. Um, here's Lakers head coach Frank Vogel talking about LeBron and Anthony Davis back for the playoffs and obviously what that means. Well, what practice do? Uh, you know, I don't think we're going to do much in practice other than prepare. Um, you know, but just getting them back this final week, I think, uh, was very, very important uh, for all of those guys to continue to get, uh, you know, just get their legs under them. You know, build their conditioning a little bit more each each day. Um, you know, we're still going to be uh, behind where we would like to be uh, from a, a conditioning standpoint, rhythm and timing, cohesiveness standpoint. But, you know, we're just making the best of the situation and uh, you know, pleased with where we're at. What a roller coaster season for the Lakers this year. I mean, it, it's kind of funny listening to Coach right there just say that, all right, you know, I'm just glad to have LeBron and Anthony Davis back. We'll spend some time during practice, kind of figure some things out. Um what a weird season this year for the Lakers. I mean, every single time you thought, okay, you know what, there's some momentum being built, somebody's out. And we're not talking, you know, Anthony Davis out for four games. AD was out for 30 games. LeBron missed the 20 plus the other six. Uh, I know he missed that uh, game right before the All-Star break against the Sacramento Kings. I mean, this was just crazy how this season played out for the Lakers. And it's not just the Lakers. I think, you know, we, we've... Obviously, talked about a lot of injuries around the NBA all year long. The COVID health and safety protocols, that affected every single team. Dennis Schroeder, on two different occasions, had to miss games. Came back yesterday. That was the earliest that he could come back. And, you know, obviously, that put the Lakers in um, in one of those positions and predicaments where you question, are the Lakers going to have everybody back? Um and here they are now. Everybody's back. They get the next two days off to prepare for Steph Curry and to prepare for the Golden State Warriors, and they'll take their chances. Let me read off this uh, tweet from Mike Trudell. So uh, LeBron is talking right now. LeBron on his ankle. It was a tweak. I stepped on the foot after that last layup, but I'll be fine. Uh, that's all he said on that front. And then he also said on Steph Curry – in his opinion, the MVP of our league this year. So obviously some big words from uh, from LeBron James right there. Uh, this matchup on Wednesday, the hype behind this matchup coming up on Wednesday across the street at Staples Center. I mean, obviously, we'll be talking about it all week uh, tomorrow starting at 5 a.m. with Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, and Travis. But the hype coming into tomorrow's game for me is, or uh, Wednesday's game, 
John was trying to say that it will be the biggest non-finals game that the NBA has had in the last 10 years. By the way, he might not be off on that. Uh, but to have Steph Curry and LeBron James, I, I think the hype will be bigger than the game. I think when the dust settles and it's Lakers at full strength going up against a Golden State Warriors team that, you know, without Klay Thompson, that's such a significant, significant loss. And they've been back and forth all season long. It's not like, you know, they've been unstoppable. But Steph's got to go off for 45 against the Lakers if they got any shot. And there's got to be other players that contribute as well. Wiggins got to give you 20 to 25. Draymond has to have a triple-double, and he's got to be distributing. They need to play a nearly perfect game to beat the Lakers. It could happen. I'm not telling you that it can't happen. But I think the next couple of days, what you're going to get, you're going to get an incredible amount of hype over the next couple of days. But that does not mean that's going to, you know, eventually the hype's going to live up to the expectations. I actually would be surprised if it did. I'd be surprised if when the dust settled, um, you know, by the time Wednesday is coming to a close, I'd be surprised if that if in that specific game that the Lakers are that it's a close game. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a 10-point win, 12-point win, something along those lines. Um, Anthony Davis, I thought this was interesting. Part of his uh, post game, he was talking about how he's not happy where the team ended up. But take a listen to this. Obviously, the Lakers, uh, not really much of a choice here with all the injuries. Um, we're not happy where we are. We know we could be better. Um, you know, injuries took a toll on us this season. Uh, you know, me and, my bro- me and LeBron uh, missing – a lot of games this year, so with our injuries, so um, when we're healthy, you know, we, we saw what we can be. Um, you know, when we're not healthy, this is the position that we're in. So um, we won't call it successful um, until you know we, we raise a banner. But we're in a position to you know do something special, no matter what seat we we're in. Um, it's only unsuccessful if uh, we don't win at all. Um, that's how I view every uh, year that I've been in the league. You can be first in the in the league, first in the West, whatever, first in the East. Um, if you if you don't win it all, uh, you, know, you didn't accomplish your your, your main goal. Um, and that's what I look at as an unsuccessful season. That's uh, been the expectation all season long, obviously for the Lakers. We knew that it's a championship or nothing. It starts on Wednesday. Lakers and the Golden State Warriors Wednesday night. We'll have our pregame show start at five thirty. Tip-off will be at 7 o'clock. A couple uh, quick uh, reminders, too. So start tuning in tomorrow morning, 5 a.m. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, and Travis. Uh, the debut of the Travis and Sliwa show from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. tomorrow. You could tune in for that. Plus, Lakers talk tomorrow night from 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, Max Kellerman will be a part of the show. Mark Spears will be a part of the show. So looking forward to that. Uh, Lakers handle the Pelicans 110 to 98. Thank you to Greg Bergman, Jesse Lopez, Carlos Saisu, and Rebecca Womble. Appreciate you guys being a part of the broadcast. This is the Pizza Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.